0: Welcome everyone to the second episode of Crayden Corner Football Show. This show takes viewers on a remarkable journey through the highs and lows of football and people in the football community within the Crayden area. In each episode, I will sit down and talk to players, coaches and staff members from various football clubs to discuss their journeys in the world of football. Today I am delighted to have a special guest, Smithy, also known as Stephen Howlett, who is our dearest captain of Eagles FC. Smithy, thank you so much for coming today on the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: It's an absolute pleasure. I honestly would like to take time to just shed some light on what a remarkable season you guys have had.
1: Yes, it's been a brilliant, brilliant season. Full of ups and downs, perfect story.
0: Honestly, so let's start off by just telling a little bit about yourself before we delve into the club. So Smithy, if you could tell me how long have you been playing football? At what age did you find the passion, the dream that you know you wanted to kick
1: Um, I think it was about maybe 10 or 11 I started playing football. Um, I'll be honest, um, I've always been a bit on a chubby side, so I never got the um, opportunity as much when I was younger. Obviously, the older you get, you learn more things in football. And I just found a passion for football at about 14 and I've never looked back.
0: No, that, that is absolutely amazing. I mean, like, I think when you're young, you know, just having a sport that you can go and exert energy, you know, even though, you know, you did say you're chubby. I mean, you definitely sound like you gave it your all. You definitely tried stuff that you may have felt uncomfortable. But that's the stuff that has got you to where you are today. You know, the the player that you are.
1: Yeah, 100%. Obviously, being a bigger build, you're not going to be the fastest, but you obviously use your other attributes to your advantage, which I've done over the years.
0: No, 100%. And I I think that's very admirable. When you find your strengths and actually use that to your ability, to your talent, you can just succeed so much in life. And, you know, I've seen it throughout the months um, and the years working with you, how much you and your team have have come. So it's absolute honour and pleasure. So like I am talking about Eagles, could you just shed some light and tell us a little bit about the
1: Eagles team? Well, the Croydon Eagles team, um, it's a football team. Uh, We have got mixed abilities. Um, It's mental health based. We're in a league obviously with mental health teams. But the main thing about Croydon Eagles is everyone is welcome. And it's basically a big family, if I'm honest. We're all just one big group of family.
0: That is so true. When did you first, you know, get introduced into the club? When did you hear about it?
1: Um, It was maybe about two, three years ago now. Um, I popped by one time, uh, got to meet a few of the guys. I couldn't stay for that period of time, but I come back maybe two years ago. And since then, I've been a permanent member.
0: The team is so welcoming from what I've seen and I can understand that, you know, they are so comfortable to talk to and they are easily just welcoming so, you know, that is that is magnificent that it was so natural that you were able to just kind of walk by and just see them and like, oh, can I be a part of it? So that is absolutely beautiful. Can I just ask from that, what like what was the dynamics like, you know, first being there new um, to a mental health football team? Have you been to a club before like that?
1: Um, I'll be honest with you, I've been to football teams before and um, you'll see it all over the amateur leagues. You do have very clicky teams. And you have your own little groups, but like Croydon Eagles. As soon as I come in, everyone made me feel welcome. The boys are absolutely brilliant. The staff are brilliant. I just can't speak highly enough of them, to be honest with you.
0: Oh, that that is great. I'm I'm genuinely happy to hear that. So you know, throughout the team, what have been some of the most challenging, you know, parts of you know playing with the team and being part of the team?
1: Um, challenging parts is trying to get. A lot of boys We have a lot of different abilities with a lot of passion all on the same path obviously we have a lot of different mixed abilities but everyone has their unique traits and unique abilities that bring everything to the team so i'm very very proud to say that every one of us a part of green eagles is a fair contribute to the team we all do our own part and it's just lovely to be a part of that
0: no honestly like i was having a brief look um at the the score sheet that you guys got last season. I mean, you know, you've literally annihilated the, the league, uh, absolutely smashed it out of the park, uh, first place, if I'm correct.
1: Um, yeah, we, we won the league, uh, trying to be a little bit humble as well. But we are a very, bu- very good, talented bunch of boys. Uh, but trying to be as humble as I can, it's all about teamwork. We all work for each other. Without one person, you can't do it. You have to have all of us involved, which is the main thing on proton Eagles. But yeah, we are we are the current champions, the league champions, and we're very proud of that.
0: Now, as you guys should be, I feel like you guys have worked you know, incredibly hard and you guys deserve this little spotlight. And, you know, em- embrace it, enjoy it because it's been such a hard season. You know, I had the last game, I think, against Brixton. And, you know, there were some talks of... The- Are we going to win this and that? But, you know, as we always do, you know, I've seen throughout your team, you guys have just been keeping at it and giving 100% passion.
1: Yeah, to be honest, um, our last game against Brixton was probably the hardest game of our season. And they are a very physical team. So we had to all pull our socks up and get together and be one. And as we did that, we fought for each other. Hard game, but we pulled through. So I'm very happy about that.
0: Do you feel like teamwork is probably the the biggest strength that we have as you know, the Eagles, um, together as a team?
1: Oh, I believe that's hundred percent. We've got a good unity. We all we all got love for each other. As I said before, we're all like a big family. So if one of us is not pulling their weight, someone else will pick up that slack. We all help each other, and that's what makes a team so good, so strong. A very well bonded team.
0: No, yeah, that that is very true. Um it is true i i do see it and the fact that you can and see it you know throughout the games and everything it genuinely shows that you know the guys are giving their 110 percent and just being themselves so that is you know extraordinary what lessons have you learned being captain so like you said you know you do have some difficulties or sometimes where the team is not on the same page um you know what lessons would you say you've learned and you know potentially next season you know that you could
1: well, as captain, I've learned you've got to take every person as an individual. Even though we're a team, we all have individual personalities. Some person takes an arm around the shoulder. Some person, you might need to light a fire on them a little bit. But as you get to know your teammates, even better, and when you're under pressure, you really find out about people. So I'm very happy to say that I've learned a lot from just being around these boys, being around these amazing human beings. And yeah, I've learned a lot just from being captain of these boys.
0: Honestly, that's wonderful. Just hearing that and then just the passion that you have, you know, absolutely amazing. So, you know, every week I know that you guys try and have a training session for nearly about two hours. So how important and vital is the training session that you guys have in place for the team? You know, I do I do see that there's consistency, that every week you do have good numbers and everything. So if you could just shed some light.
1: Oh, it's, it's very important. It's important to have consistency. So obviously, if we're all there together, we can work on certain things as a team. We get to know certain tactics, certain plays. And again, the more you play with each other, the better you'll become. It'll become more fluid. And it's very important for us to keep training and doing as we do. You
0: know, that that is, that is good, you know, because it's off-season right now. Quite a lot of people, you know, still are in their holiday season. They're still enjoying, having fun. But the fact that you guys are still, you know, training, still keeping the spirits high, working hard, but just, you know, still keeping active and socialising together, you know, amongst amongst um the club and the football community. So that that I see, and I see how important it is because, when, you know, when we do start talking about mental health and everything, you know, just the fact of coming somewhere every week, that consistency, knowing that you can, you know, exert your energy through sport and exercise, but have fun with your boys and kicking ball, Seeing that, I I find, you know, very beautiful because that's something that's so unique that not many people can tap in or have that place where they can go and they can feel safe and they can kick
1: ball. Yeah, you're 100% right. We're we're a very unique and very lucky bunch of lads. As we say, we've got a good bond together. Our training is just one of the things we do. We have games nights, we go out, um, we do lots of things together. We try and make as much bonding as we can. As a team which is really important and the mental health side of football is so important but it does get overlooked a lot but hopefully it's coming down to the lower tiers of football into the amateur side of football because it's something that needs to be highlighted a lot
0: so like we're talking about now do you think there's enough awareness for it but what can we do what can we do to spread more light in the community how can we bring more awareness regarding mental health football
1: uh, for me personally, uh, being a man of my uh, certain age, we've been brought up to not share your feelings. But what is really special about Croydon Eagles and what we do there is everyone is very open. As I said before, we're like a family. If anyone has any problems, it's okay. No one's no one's afraid to tell each other. We all help each other out. Me myself personally had a few issues myself when I first came into Croydon Eagles. And just being around the boys, their positivity... And the way I could feel I could just open up to them, it's, it was just amazing. It helped no end. You, I couldn't tell you how much it helped. Some of the people in this team, their positivity is just off the chart. Just such great human beings.
0: That honestly sounds outstanding. But I, w- I would love you know, that everyone could have this opportunity within Credence. So what could we potentially pitch or have an idea of how we can bring more awareness, how we can spread a bit more shine and spotlight to the league and you know to the boys really because you know if you didn't walk around that day and stumble across them you know that opportunity is a rarity
1: it's very true um what you're doing right now um the podcast is perfect for us to get a bit of exposure for us it's shed some light on the dark areas of court if that makes sense where we're not really exposed obviously the top tiers of it where you'll always get like, light on you. But the lower leagues and this sort of thing, it does need light on. And again, yeah. it's just um, well, basically just uh, word of mouth. And obviously, social media is brilliant for this sort of thing. So everyone can get involved. We could put posts up, we could do um, little call-outs. It's lots of things we could do, just to try and get more people involved. Because it'd be brilliant to have more people to have more people feel how I feel, feel part of a team, feel accepted into a group it's, it's just a brilliant thing everyone should be able to feel accepted
0: and and like you said it's being accepted that feeling it is so beautiful so amazing just feeling accepted because you feel like you know you're not invisible you're actually here you're present people can hear you they can see you and i know you know being a man and um, it's it's tough you know you've got so much that you have to do and that you have to deal with
1: Griffey, you okay um, sorry about that, so the phone call come through.
0: Oh, no, 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 it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. We can just, like, take a second, that's fine. I'm still going to leave this running, though. I'll just cut it out.
1: <laughs> uh, I've hung up on him now, but I still can't get the camera back. Oh, it's okay. There we go, sorry about right.
0: that. No, 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 do you know what, don't worry.
1: Problems of doing it on my oh, phone. No. <laughs> do
0: you know what, it's fine. Next time I'll just um, give you a recommendation. I don't know if you know how to do the um, the Do Not Disturb, you know, the half moon i was up.
1: looking at them. i just muted all my groups and stuff i didn't know how to do it
0: it's fine i didn't know until um darren told me so yeah but yeah that that stuff is convenient <laughs> <laughs> i had to do this thing on my phone where you um you leave the lock screen unlocked so i can read the questions whilst i'm interviewing you <laughs> <laughs> um all right cool i think we were just saying um about posters and everything and i was talking about Positive impact. So, yeah, just talking about the positive impact that, you know, just spreading awareness, such as the podcast and everything that we are able to do, just to shed light on the league. I think that is something that would definitely help you guys and definitely hopefully inspire or even, you know, trickle some people to even make their way down or even try and give you guys a shout if they want to make any inquiries. Because you know just knowing the availability of a club like this i feel like it's wonderful because quite a lot of people you know we do know we have social media and everything's there but you know just maybe a friend recommending it to you or you you know you've seen something online and you've actually been sold you know what it's it's a good team it's something that you can go down it's comfortable i feel like those sort of stuff those sort of exposure is so natural that people would want to kind of be involved
1: yeah, 100%. Plus, there's always that option where if it's more accessible, it just it's a one-step thing. You could speak to a friend. You could reply to a thing on socials. It's so much more accessible that way as well.
0: And like so, you yeah, said, it's, it's one step. You took that one step, and, and now you're here two years later, captain of the team. So you took it, that one step, and it took you, here. Yeah.
1: Exactly that. And as, using myself as a prime example, new to the whole boys, spent two years with the lads. Earned their respect, earned their friendship, and now I've got to be captain of these amazing human beings, these great football players. So, I'm proud as punch to be honest.
0: No, hundred percent. But that—that's hard work. You know, you're showing people that you know you—you've you've worked your way up there. You've earned to be captain. Like you—you you, you deserve to be captain. No one should question that. But that makes sense because you know you've done everything right. You've, you've given your 110% and people have seen it and rewarded it, you know, so being a part of that club, it makes you feel more accepted. Like, do you know what? I've, I've you know, it's paid off. I Me exerting my energy because we're amateur footballers, you know, we don't get paid, but we want to get paid with, you know, just those, you know, the minuscule rewards, you know, match a man of the match or potentially winning a league. It's just those little moments get even getting a goal. You know, it feels so good because seeing the joy in the boys' faces, you know, whilst I'm taking photos, it's, it's remarkable.
1: Yeah, 100%. It's the, it's the little achievements, the acknowledgements of your peers, the, the smile on your teammates' face when you've won a game, when you won the league. As you say, when you're taking the, the photos, which you do amazing, by the way, <laughs> everyone, you've got, to, you've got to get in touch with Tanya. She's absolutely amazing, amazing photographer
0: oh making me blush no thank you honestly I really appreciate that I really do appreciate that but it's just I I'm so grateful for having the opportunity to come and just you know just take my mind off my normal nine-to-five and everything but just come and have you know my enjoyment and passion something that I can do you know I do love football and I do love photography so it it genuinely makes sense but I I would want to shine some light you know on the club and definitely you know bring more attention because I feel like you know Mental health and football work so well hand in hand in the sense of quite a lot of people and articles say that, you know, with mental health, that you should try and involve, you know, sport, activity, you know, keep your brain going, try and, you know, keep yourself going and being productive and, you know, exert energy and, and, you know, just stuff like that. And just seeing how it is and how the boys come in, they give 110% in training and they do the same in a game. Just seeing that dedication and everything, it just it
1: speaks for itself. Yeah, 100%. I've always said this, with mental health and football, they go hand in hand. Such a perfect duo. It gets you moving, it gets you around other people. And Croydon Eagles is very special. We have everyone from every race, background, religion, everyone. But everyone comes together as one. Like I said before, we're we're all a big family and everyone is accepted at Croydon Eagles. And it's absolutely lovely. If you've got any mental health issues, Please, come on down, please open up to us. Some of us boys have gone through a lot of things, so some of us have experience of it. And if we don't, we can still help you along the way.
0: That is true. So how important do you think it is for, you know, amateur football clubs and organisations to prioritise support, you know, to people with mental health and, you know, players? Like you're saying, players and players, I'm seeing it a lot, are helping each other you know, being there, peer support and everything, but what could organisations do? What could, you know, management do and what can they implicate?
1: Um, To be honest, obviously the higher-ups, obviously funding is everything for these sort of things. For us to be able to do the things we do, we require funding to pay for pitches, for kits, for opportunities to enter leagues and things like this. So funding's a big thing of it, but also it's just putting it out there, setting up these... Uh, team setting up
0: these <laughs> Apologies for that and we are back so what I wanted to ask was the importance of, um, so how important do you think it is for amateur football clubs and organisations to prioritise mental health support to the players? So, you know, like like we were just talking about, you know, they should have a bit of spotlight.
1: Um, yeah, again, um, I think we do need to have more opportunities for people with mental health, because it's spoken about a lot in the higher-ups of football, the Premier League, the Championship, obviously the top tier, But for us lower leagues, it it needs to be highlighted a lot more because it's still happening everywhere. Everyone has to deal with mental health, either if you're a professional footballer or an amateur footballer. So we just need opportunities and places for people to go, people to go and uh, experience something so you can get help with their mental health and maybe make some friends along the way. So following
0: that, I wanted to ask... Um, you know, like you were saying, the higher ups, and we're seeing people in the Premier League more comfortable talking about mental health and stuff. And um, you know, as an amateur footballer, like you're seeing Deli Ali and other people who are coming on other people's podcasts and YouTube, and and just talking about how they feel. How does that make you feel as an amateur footballer? Just to me, and everything.
1: Me, I think that's that's brilliant. More, more men, young men, coming out and actually talking about their experiences, talking their mental health, will inspire the other people. If someone who's a Premier League player can do it, then one of us can do it. It's, it's all about the opportunity to speak. As soon as you get the chance to speak, you've got to take your opportunity to speak because sometimes you don't get asked. Unfortunately, that's the reality of how we live. Yeah. So when you do get the opportunity, or if you have someone you can speak to, a bunch of friends, a close person, your family, anyone, my biggest thing is just talk. Open up and actually speak. Let people help you.
0: Yeah, following that, so I, I, I've i spoken or I've tried to spoke, um, speak to, you know, a few different um, males just trying to understand what it's like. And I've kind of found it, you know, it's a bit difficult for some males to talk about mental health, um, you know, depending on their upbringing, depending on their culture, um, also even maybe depending on their age, you know, um, because of their experience of, you know, life itself. So what would you kind of, you know, say to that, you know, if someone was a bit, you know, found it difficult to speak, you know,
1: as a male? Um, I can only speak on my personal experience. I'm obviously a man in my mid thirties now. I'm a single father. I've been brought up to basically man up. You, You don't show your feelings sort of thing. But now things are changing a lot, which is good because you shouldn't always be told to man up. If you have any issues, you should speak about it. But I do understand there is a big stigma about men shouldn't feel weak. But you're not weak if you're talking about mental health. If you're talking about any problems you have, that's not weakness. Mm-hmm. That's not weakness at all. So I encourage any men out there, any sort of mental health problems you have, issues, please step up and speak up.
0: No, 100%. That, that is very encouraging. Could I just ask, you know, does is it because, you know, life itself has... Has made you realise, you know what? Talking about my feelings instead of bottling it up is way better.
1: Um, I believe so. Yeah, um, it might be because I've gotten a bit older now, and the stigma isn't so much there as I don't really have to worry about what people think.
0: Not one hundred percent, but we're from you know a certain era, a certain age group where you know back then we were always taught this. So even then we might have that bit of bit of us in our DNA. So I was just asking.
1: Um. Yeah, it it does kind of stick with you, if I'm honest. It does stick with you. It takes a lot of, I don't know, readjusting to get it out, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that is true. No, I, I appreciate you, you know, shedding some light on that. Thank you, Smithy. So, what do you think is the most important aspect of being a successful football player
1: on and off the pitch? Um. I believe your mentality. Your mentality is everything. If, if you've got a good mentality, positive outlook on life, you can take that on the pitch as well as outside in, in real life, as in work, family life, everything you do. Have a good positive outlook on life and everything will be crystal clear.
0: If someone potentially was a bit nervous before a game or, you know, may have potentially had some bad news or something, something that may have just just quickly thrown them off off the radar, um, just before a game, what potential advice would you give them if they've just you know, come up to
1: you and spoke to you? Uh, me personally, I would tell them to try and get it out of their mind. If you're about to have a match, just focus 100% on football. Whatever happens after, we deal with it after. You get through the match, you play your match, and you'll probably feel about 10 times better already. But yeah, make sure you concentrate on f- football first, and then after, we can deal with it all together
0: no honestly i i really do appreciate all the advice and tips that you've given us today like you've shed so much light on many topics that quite a lot of people you know don't really want to talk about and especially the mental health football league i feel like you know you've definitely um you know you've definitely told people something that they haven't heard before because quite a lot of people don't talk about mental health football league Um, You know, it's a rarity that you hear it. Like you said, you only hear it in the Premier League um, and higher up, you don't really hear it in the amateur league. So I genuinely appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast. But once again, I would like to say well done to you and the club for doing amazing in the last season.
1: Thank you very much. I think all the boys will appreciate that.
0: No, honestly, thank you so much, Smithy, for coming on my podcast. It was absolutely amazing having you on. And till next time, guys.